if you go to any Wikipedia page on the desktop and you look in the upper left corner, you'll see a tab that says article, which is what you're reading when you go to the page. But then right next to that, there's a little tab that says talk. What's going on? It's episode 408 of the Dan York Report on a Wikipedia Wednesday, and I want to talk all about what talk pages are and the critical role they play in the community of Wikipedia and on how pages get updated and what goes on. Now, again, when you go to any Wikipedia page on the desktop, you'll see there's an article page, it says, and then there's a talk tab. When you click on that, it takes you to where editors, authors, etc. go to talk about the article. It's a page, it's a discussion page for what's there. Now, I mean, if you want to see how the sausage is made, how to, to peek behind the curtain, whatever other idioms and things we're going to talk about, the talk pages are where this happens. Now, not all the time. Some articles have very little discussion. They're very simple. They're very easy. And so their talk pages may have almost nothing on them. There might not even be a talk page. But then in other times, there's enormous discussions, so many discussions it's hard to keep up with, and they have to be frequently archived. It's crazy. So what are what is this all about? What happens here? Well, if you go to look at a regular Wikipedia page, right, it's being updated by volunteer editors like me and many others, thousands of others who are going in there and editing it with more facts, more things, stuff like that. But sometimes when you're going to do something like propose a major change, you don't want to just do it if it's a popular page with a lot of people paying attention to it. Because odds are, if you just go in there and make a whole change, some other editor is going to come along and revert that change. They're going to undo it because they're going to be like, wait, wait, what are you doing? Why did you just go and delete this whole section or change it all around? Now, you don't have to do the use the talk page. There's a principle in Wikipedia called being bold, just going in and doing it. Somebody can always revert it later, whatever. But you have a whole lot more success in keeping that change happening if you talk about it first. And this is where the talk page comes in. What happens is an editor, somebody, just goes in there and opens up a new section and says, here's a change I'm thinking about. For instance, on the page tonight for the list of top-level domain names, this is in DNS, somebody opened up a new section saying, the article's way too long. This whole section on country code top-level domains should really be, it could really be moved to this other page that already exists, this other article about CCTLDs. We just move it there. What do people think? And then they put this up there. They waited several days, and they went back, and they said, uh, hey, reminder, I, I'm thinking this is a good idea. Anybody else care to comment? And so tonight I did. I commented on it and said, yeah, I think actually it makes a lot of sense. There is this other page. It might make sense to go and do it. Now, other editors may come and weigh in as well. And at some point, this other editor may go and make this change. And then when they do it, they'll reference in the edit summaries, they'll say, see the discussion on the talk page. So there was this kind of discussion that was going on. I did it on another page tonight. There was a, a page I discovered, an article that really only had like a, about two paragraphs and it could have been merged in with another page. And so I went to the talk page and I said, hey, what about merging this in with this other page? It doesn't really have enough to stand on its own. It's not really notable here. Now, what happens is every editor who watches that page 
the main article, they will get a notification that there's something new on the talk page. And so they can go there and take a look at it. If they have a chance, they can weigh in on the subject. They can do all of that. This is how discussions, how changes are, are discussed within the Wikipedia community. Now, there's also improvements to the article. You know, there's somebody looks at it and says, you know, we really ought to have a section about this. And so they'll add that to the talk page. And I'll say, hey, what if we added this whole thing? Or I noticed that this topic is missing. I don't have the time to add something now, but it really would be great here. Like, for instance, there's a page about the, the root key of DNS. And I noticed a while back that there was no section about the root key rollover. So I went in there and I said, hey, you know, if anybody's got the time, this article really needs something about this. In other cases, I've seen people go onto a talk page and say, you know, here, here's a source I found that might be really of use to editors. One of the big challenges with Wikipedia very often is finding good, solid, reliable sources. And so if you've come across one that was a uh, an academic journal article or just a really good descriptive media article from a really strong source, you might, if you're a Wikipedia editor, you might think, oh, hey, this is something that might really be valuable to people who are keeping this page up to date. You know, it might not even be something that you're not associated with, but like, you know, hey, this would be something good for it. So these kind of discussions of improvements happen on the on the talk page. This is what goes on there. Now, sometimes those discussion requests can, you know, they might be immediately answered. There are people, you know, editors all across the Wikipedia space, across the world, who have their watch list and they go in and they look at stuff. And I go in and look at mine pretty much every day. I have a daily time when I log in. Yes, I stream it on Twitch and I, I do this and I look at about, I watch about 500 pages. Okay, so if anything has been edited on those, I get a little flag on those pages or their talk pages. So I get a notification that I, I there might be something and if I have the time, I'll take a look at it. Well, sometimes I don't have time. Sometimes other people don't have time. Some pages, there might not be a lot of people watching them. And so you might be waiting for replies for a very long time. You just might not get any crickets, as you might say. There's just nothing going on there. Other times, you might get a ton of responses very quickly. And this is how people discuss. And some people might say, yeah, that's a great idea. Go for it. Other people might say, it's terrible. We're not going to do this type of thing. There actually is a formal process where you can go through a request for comment process, an RFC process. People actually, editors can go in there and, and vote. You know, <laughs> we had a whole discussion on the talk page for the capitalization of the internet. Uh, there's an article on that around whether internet should be capitalized all across internet or across Wikipedia as it is today or whether it should change to be lowercase. And there was a formal discussion. There was a formal request for, for comments. There were people logging in there saying oppose, keep, you know, just different things around this. And, and, and that's where this, this collaboration happens. This is what goes on within talk pages. Talk pages are also used for resolving differences. I was involved, unfortunately, earlier this year with uh, an uh, edit war that was happening around, actually it was a domain name, it was a TLD, where some people were asserting that it should be a different purpose than it really was. And an editor put out a request for other editors to come and help. And I did, a couple others did, and weighed in on this talk page with this other editor who thought it should be very different. 
And there was truly an edit war that in fact actually added, wound up with one of the editors being blocked from doing any kind of editing. These are the kind of things that, that can happen. There's a formal process that, that is used in some of these cases. It's, the talk page is also a place where some edits have to happen. Back in show 405 on February 10th, I talked about conflict of interest in the Wikipedia space. Are you connected to the topic of an article? If so, the conventions of Wikipedia are that you should not edit that directly because there's a, a belief, a sentiment that you can't have a neutral point of view and truly be able to ha create an encyclopedic article with a neutral point of view. And so generally, um, if you have conflict of interest or COI in Wikipedia space, you are not supposed to edit the main article. Instead, what you do is you go on to the talk page and you post a new section with an edit request. And you say, and oftentimes it's become a convention where you'll say COI edit request, new section, whatever. Then other people who watch that page can look at that edit request and they can maybe make it, maybe not. You can see this if you want. If you go to, there's some pages where you can see this in action. If you go to the page for Cloudflare, they're a provider on the internet of, of services, and look at their talk page, you can see some discussions that are there right now around some requests that somebody is making who has COI. He's, they're making those requests there. Another one was a site, a company called Equinix, E-Q-I-N-I-X. They're a, a co-location data center provider. There's a whole range of edits they'd like to make. I was just involved with somebody on the Verizon mobile network page, uh, somebody from Verizon who was looking to have a number of changes made, and I made some of them. I made some others in a slightly different way, but this was where this person can do it. If, if you go to the Internet Society page, my employer, and you look at the talk bar there, you'll see that I have made some edit requests. This is how COI edits get made in the formal process where people respect it. And you go through and do this. So that's another important place where talk pages work. This is what goes on. You use them for these kind of edit requests. Another case is what are called semi-protected edit requests. You may or may not know this, but for some Wikipedia pages, actually, let me back up. For in general, for Wikipedia pages, anyone can come in and simply go up there and click the edit tab. It's kind of in the center of the page if you're on a on desktop. You can just go up there and click on edit. You don't have to have an account. You don't have to do anything. You can just go in, click edit, and you can make any changes on Wikipedia. This is part of both the genius and the, <laughs> the terror of Wikipedia is that just anyone can go there, click on it, type in anything they want. Now, what happens is a lot of time, those requests that are done when people click on an edit, what happens is you're logged with your IP address. These are what are called IP editors or things, people coming in who aren't logged into an account. Now, sometimes they might be very legitimate things that people do to go and edit typos. Um, I've done it on an occasion where I forgot to log in and I just went in and I made a change and I just clicked through stuff and I made the edit without being logged in. So it was a legitimate, I mean, somebody who's used to editing Wikipedia, and I just happened to forget to do that. Other times, it's people who are scammers. 
they're spammers trying to put in their own links to go and do this. They might be people who are blocked from editing pages because of edit warring or something, and they're trying to come back in um, and, and do this. It might be any of those kind of things. So what happens is with a page that is frequently updated um, or vandalized or, or have spammers on it is the administrators in Wikipedia can put it into a state of what's called semi-protection where it prevents edits by people who are not logged in. So they're just, they're, they've clicked edit, they're coming in from an IP address, or they're not what are called auto-confirmed accounts. They're logged in, but it's a brand new account. If it's, if it's less than four days old and it has less than 10 edits, it will be an unconfirmed user. And if a page is semi-protected, then a, a user account like that, a brand new user account, cannot make changes to the page nor can somebody just log in. They can't just, or, I mean, a, a non-logged in user. They can't just click edit and go in there. This is a, it's a great, it's great when it happens. I've been on a couple of these pages that, like with Nifty's non-fungible tokens, some of those pages have had so many edits right now because you've got a lot of people trying to go in and, you know, push their latest thing or whatever. So you got scammers, spammers coming in there and just throwing junk in there. So the page is flagged as semi, semi-protected. And that way it can't be edited by, you know, um, just people coming in and hitting edit or, you know, new users. So what do those people do? They go, they can go to the talk page and put in a request, a semi-protected edit request. And then again, other editors who are confirmed, who might be watching this page or seeing things, those, um, those people, those editors can go in and, and decide, does this semi-protected, does this edit request make sense? Okay, I'll go and make it. I'll do that type of thing. So, uh, so those are the kind of things that can happen, the kind of requests and the kind of things that can go on there. There's also other kinds of administrative things that get put onto talk pages. There are, for instance, warnings. Like there's a warning, for instance, on the, uh, on the NFT page that uh, active community sanctions, basically saying that this page has had so much edit warning, et cetera, that if somebody, well, and edit warning is oftentimes when one editor makes changes, another editor reverts those changes. The first editor goes back and reverts the other change. The, the second editor reverts that change and they go back and forth reverting changes. Well, on the NFT page, for instance, there's a big warning saying to all editors, this is now under the 1RR rule, which means that every editor can only do one reversion, one undo within 24 hours. If you do more than that, your account could be blocked. So it's, it's putting editors on notice that this is a heavily edited page and people cannot engage in this kind of warning behavior. Now, again, somebody just coming in from an IP address or some, you know, somebody newer to this will not necessarily see these warnings, but this is for editors and people to understand what's going on in there. There's also other kind of administrative notices. It's very common for pages to be part of a wiki project. There are all sorts of wiki projects, which are groups of editors looking to edit a series of pages. You know, there's a wiki project around the internet, around Vermont, around, you know, journalism, around geography, around different topics. And, and it's, there's a group of editors who are then engaged with updating those pages. There's a separate inside of Wikipedia, there's wiki project pages. 
Well, on a page's, on an article's talk page, it may say, this is part of this wiki project. And you can learn more about that project or things like that. There's also um, an active, there are several active projects within Wikimedia and within the Wiki Education Foundation where they're, do, they're encouraging student editors to edit in Wikipedia. And so when there are these student editors, there are also paid you know, little notices, boxes put onto the talk pages saying, this page is part of this Wikimedia course happening this time period, and this editor may be editing it as a student. Partly it's a kind of like be kind and newbies warning to all the other editors that when you see edits from, you know, John R359, that he is probably a student and so don't like come down on him hard, help him learn, do those kind of things and that kind of stuff. There's also other notices. You might see uh, some sites will have a little thing or some articles will have a thing that says, you know, here's where you can click to see the number of page views this article has had. And I'm seeing the tens of thousands of daily uh, visits that the uh, Nifty article is having. It might be something about major mentions. Uh, there might be other things. If you look at the talk page for YouTube, if you just go look up the Wikipedia article on YouTube and then click on talk, you will see all sorts of stuff that's in there. Uh, you might also see notices about connections to individual users. For instance, on the Internet Society's talk page, there's a notice there that I have asserted a connection, D. York. I have asserted a connection to that article. Also, um, a former colleague of mine, Neville, was a paid, he was paid as part of his job at the Internet Society to go and edit pages and, and do things. So he had a connected contributor uh, that said he was paid, like part of his job was to do this. Basically, just being very clear about conflict of interest. These things are also on the talk pages that you see in Wikipedia. Now, those are all around articles. You'll also see that like, a user page, if you have an account, you will see that you have a talk page. If you're new to Wikipedia, you may not have much on it. If you've been around for a while, you might have been welcomed by somebody. There might be other information on there. A user talk page is a place where you can send messages to other uh, Wikipedia editors. Now, uh, for me, it often comes in the case, if I look at mine, it's been some people who've initiated conversations with me about some of the articles. Uh, I also went on here and, and posted my own conflict of interest statement on there. Uh, in one case, another um, editor let me know and said, oh, hey, you did something wrong. You voted twice. You did something else in this. In another case, an editor came and posted on my page and said, hey, I'm looking to update this, but I really need some help. Can you come over and help me with this? Can you read what I've done? Can you see what I'm doing inside of there? And we wound up having a whole discussion going on uh, in this lengthy discussion, actually, around, around what was going on in there. So this is what a user talk page can be. I've used it a number of times when I've gone and reverted. I've undone somebody's change. I've sometimes gone to a talk page and written them an article, a little post, and I've said, hey, um, by the way, this is why I did your thing. You used a source that isn't acceptable. You were using a personal blog or Twitter. You can't use those. Those are not reliable sources for Wikipedia. So I went and helped somebody know. If you are involved in some kind of 
edit war or something, you'll also get a notice there saying, hey, um, you know, you are now part of this dispute resolution process. You need to go and, and participate inside of here. Um, so uh, these are the kind of things that you see. So you have the main articles have talk pages about the article, about how to move it forward, about how to improve it, change it, and, you know, do it, uh, how to delete it. If an article's up for deletion, there'll be a notice there saying this article's being considered for deletion, comment here now. Or if it's being merged, there'll be a, a flag up there to tell you that. All of these things happen. And then you have these user talk pages, which are about uh, your, you know, your interaction. They're message boards. They're ways to go and communicate with other users and editors across this. Now, if you want to go and start using one, if you're working with this, if you want to create a, if you want to just go and comment on something, you just have to go to that particular section of the talk page and right next to the title, there'll be a little edit in brackets. You can click on that and you can add your comments directly into that section. I, I should note there is a kind of a convention around indenting pages. Um, what you do is you go and you, uh, you, or you indent comments. The first comment actually is with a colon sign. Uh, you put a colon. And then you put a, um, if you're going to have a second level, you would do two colons. You, you kind of keep on going with this. You'd see it, but you'll see you have these indented threaded conversations. There's also a convention that every time you put something on a talk page, you, you sign it. You put a dash and four tildes, and that puts a, a, your signature, the date stamp, all of that right in there. Now, if you have a new topic that you want to do, you can up at the top of a talk page is the thing that says new section. There's a tab there and you can click on that, give it a title and then enter in your text and whatever else is in there. And that's how you do a new, a new thing. You, uh, you can engage with other people. There is the concept of an at mention inside of Wikipedia that you, we now have in social media. It's not quite accomplished by just typing an at. There is a wiki syntax, a way to reply to something or ping somebody. There's some things like that. But you will then get notified next time that you log in or things like that, that you've been mentioned somewhere. And you can go over there and engage in that kind of conversation. So it's there. You also should know, too, that in some cases where there's been lots of discussion, if it's been going on, and actually that's another warning, before you go in and reply to some conversation on a talk page, do check the date. Sometimes talk pages can go back to the early stages of a page, and so you might be replying to something that was last talked about in 2009, okay? it's probably pretty much changed in those intervening years. So you may not want to reply to something that old. On the other hand, you might go to a talk page and you don't see old conversations because they've been archived. There's often, if there have been, there's a, often a search box at the top where you can go and be able to search the archives or look at the old archive pages, something like that. That's a, that's a way to go and understand more. There are, of course, if you just go inside of Wikipedia and you search for, you know, help on talk pages, you'll learn much more about this. There's, of course, many links for this. But this is what talk pages are all about. They're messaging for users, but they're discussions about the articles. And this is where the, the collaboration happens. This is the, if you want to understand more about how Wikipedia works, 
you know, look behind that curtain and see what's really happening inside of here. This is where the talk pages are. We'll, we'll show you a bit of that journey. So next time you're visiting Wikipedia and you want to look, learn a little bit more about it, just go to one of the articles that you're reading and look at the, and click that little talk that's up there at the top. You may find yourself diving in deeper to understanding a bit more about how these pages are all coming together. So with that, I want to wrap up this Wikipedia Wednesday episode. You can find this and other episodes at soundcloud.com slash danyork. You can provide feedback there if you have a SoundCloud account, or I'd love to hear it on Twitter. I'm Dan York. I'm Dan York at mastodon.social and mastodon. I'm on many other social media services, usually with some variation of Dan York or Dan York 324. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. If you found this interesting, if it was helpful to you, uh, let me know. I'd love to come on your podcast and help explain more about this or speak in a panelist at a, in a conference or, or join a Twitter space or go onto a clubhouse stage or do something talking about these kind of topics. I enjoy getting out there and helping people understand more. You can contact me as Dan York on Twitter or Dan at danyork.org will also get to me via good old email. We have a choice of futures for our connected world of this internet. I hope that we can choose wisely, and that's what I'm here trying to talk to you about each of these times. So thank you for listening, and bye for now.